0: I said give
1: me hell, yeah! Hi everybody, and welcome to an Emmy Award Gunning. Show must go awning. That's a new verb. NXT Championship Battling episode of the Brothers of Discussion. We're going to talk everything from the TLC fallout, don't go chasing waterfalls, to NXT giving us our presents a week early and everything in between. Matt, I don't know if I could say another hot, spicy, tasty week of wrestling because we just recorded an episode like two days ago. Well, Matt, how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. What we? We recorded an episode that nobody's gonna hear until Thursday next week. Yeah. <laughs> and so technically, it should be Thursday when we release this. This is getting confusing. Uh, I'm doing good. I'm I'm ready to talk uh, TLC, which uh, spoiler alert, I thought was the worst pay per view of the year. So <laughs> fun way to go out. And yep. uh,
1: <laughs> makes you want to come back for more wrestling next year. Hell um, yeah!
0: Well, it's funny because I think the biggest night. Of, <laughs> of our lives
1: is coming up. Yeah, yeah, it's
0: like right now. I mean, you're you're gonna be competing with SCU and the Young Bucks, uh, with the tag titles, and then Shayna Baszler probably losing the women's title to Rhea Ripley, uh, for the main event here. So Ooh. uh Ooh. wait, if you're listening to this, you're in the future. You know what happened. <laughs> you you already made your choice on which show you watched. Um and you were happy or sad with the outcome. We are in the past. We're recording uh, as these matches are starting, Because <laughs> we're good at picking times to start. That's what we um, do. This is our brutality. But at least, dun, 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 yeah, dun, at least we can dun, dun, laugh dun, dun. through it. We're hoping that if we record long enough here that those shows will be over and we can wrap up the night talking about the winners of both of those. I've got the Young Bucks going, Mike. I'm assuming you have Rhea Ripley I've got
1: uh, Rhea Ripley. She's got the the lights are flashing. She's coming out looking tough. Everybody's losing their their shit right right,
0: right now. They can't wait. So both of these matches, we're getting around 20 minutes.
1: Looks good. Well, WWE.
0: They go uh, past.
1: NXT. WWE started going uh, a little extra on Wednesdays. Uh, yeah. A spiteful, like, two and a half minutes uh, into the 10 o'clock hour. So, we'll see if Rhea actually gets 22 minutes of ring action against the <laughs> dreaded queen of, as Michael Cole calls her, queen of hearts. She's actually the queen of spades, Shayna Baszler. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Matt, uh, oh, yeah. let the people know where you- they can find us, and then let's get part. into
0: some wrestling. Uh, you can find us at BODpodcast.com and Brothers of Discussion.com. Uh, find us on Twitter as at BODpodcast. Find us on Instagram as a duo Instagram Ooh. account between this show, the Brothers of Discussion, and Discussion 5 about the Detroit Red Wings, where we also partner with the Hockey Podcast Network, which is the network.com. And uh, you can find all those fun memes that we've been posting over the last couple months. And uh, we have our live wrestling discussion group, That is brought to you by BODpodcast.com. So you can find it uh, as such. And uh, we're also on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, anywhere you listen to podcasts, you can find the Brothers of Discussion. So uh, please, if you have uh, an opportunity, uh, subscribe, follow, rate, and review us. Uh, Not all of those things I just listed allow you to do that. But uh, do your best. And uh, we appreciate it. (laughs) so do. Let's, let's get uh, into it yeah, yeah let's do it so tlc uh, <sighs> man,
1: uh you know next upcoming is the royal rumble arguably the most fun pay-per-view of the entire year and we're including wrestlemania but matt before you can enjoy royal rumble woo! <laughs> Mr. Poopy Butthole himself ran a pay-per-view this past Sunday, and man, was he it a stinker! Certainly
0: did. Uh, yeah, Mike, I, I the, like I said, I already spoiled the show uh, because I hated it. I, I, uh, I did not walk away happy. I had to drive home for an hour right after the show.
1: It's very and... sobering, though, all that anger. So it was, it was a late night. So I'm glad you were a little angry.
0: Yeah, and I had that. Oh my God, that Japanese beer. Oh. I'm having one right now. Sing no, oh. I thought those were. I thought you were getting rid of those. Stop, stop buying those. I'm drinking them again. Oh my god! I you thought know my mustache. you know what? I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna watch TLC again next year, I'm gonna have another Japanese Tsingtao
0: <laughs> just for you. So it it is such a stinky beer, and I don't mm. mean like it. It smells like beer, but it's a really, flowery scent coming out of it, and not like a two-hearted scent, just like a, a stinky butt flower. So I'm driving home, and I, I can it's smell the it on perfect
1: beer for TLC.
0: I can smell it on my mustache, and I start thinking like, "Oh my God, I smell like marijuana." If I get pulled over, they don't—they're not even gonna say, "Were you drinking?" What is it, ting sao? Uh, Thanks.
1: Maybe I'm just gonna let. <laughs> are let you holding hanging. it? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to it, read like, it right now. Oh, it's uh. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. It is not Japanese. It was next to all the Japanese drinks. It is Chinese. Oopsie. It was made in uh Tsingtao, China. Oh, okay. So that's it's where from the name China.
0: From <laughs> China, of course. <laughs> Anyways, the wrestling podcast with China. Anyways. It was just so pungent. I, I, I smelled it and, and and in my car the next day too, like it you dealt it, it stuck around. It, I, I thought I, I was smoking weed and we are not ones to smoke weed. So it was very odd for me to smell that. Well, anyway, I, let's, let's, let's jump in. Uh, yeah. You're not, having, uh, you're not having fun with I my band uh, Well, uh, you know, I'm having a little fun. Uh,
1: some people like <laughs> marijuana. 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 That's how they say it in uh, my head. Uh, Matt, I think that one of our beloved wrestlers, she needed a little help after Sunday, and that was was Kairi Sane. Uh, It was not a funny moment at all. Uh, I'm pretty sure she was legitimately concussed uh, for the last 10 to 15 minutes of a 20-minute tables, ladders, and chairs match uh, for the women's tag team titles. Correct. Um, It was a little scary. Uh, The worst part was when... Oof. Uh Charlotte ran into spear Kyrie and Kyrie just kind of stumbled. And Charlotte uh really slapped her in the face as like a like a you're not gonna sell for my move kind of slap. I don't know how Charlotte hadn't figured it out. I think the whole crowd at Becky Lynch and Asuka had all figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: the the refs that were coaching them how to run the rest of the match had figured it out. Um and then that uh that power bomb that followed that spear. Was where I was like, "Oh, uh, what the, what the fuck is Charlotte doing?" And uh, actually, people came. Thankfully, you know, people came to Kyrie's defense because they thought that I was ragging on Kyrie. We had already decided that uh, <laughs> she was concussed, and we were already tweeting about it. And then I was like, "Okay, so Charlotte is there. She's." She gets to look at Kyrie eye to eye and still can't put it together. See her eyes totally dilated. So Mike, let me uh hot tag you here. Yeah. We watch all sports. Um and the notion of um let's say your second tier guy, your backup guy, somebody off the bench is always better than you know, your best guy when he's injured. Uh, so taking that notion, what what was better, Mike? for the WWE to put on that dog shit match or to actually call the match and say, no, one of these people is hurt. We're done. And maybe Mike, I'm going to put, I'm going to, well, give me your answer. Cause I, I, I have like, there's I, some I good mean, things to come out of calling it, that match.
1: It wasn't that long ago that we saw uh, Enzo Amore smack his own head, uh, from the rope into the steel of the ring and his eyes glaze over on live TV. And we thought, oh my God, this guy's probably going to bleed out of his ears and die. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of stopped the match. Uh, I guess here's my beef, Matt. Um, yes, I, I, I think you could have stopped it. And it felt like they already had a contingency plan. That's why they had Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin and every single tag team just run out and start punching each other for no reason um so if you already had that in your back pocket why didn't you communicate to the reps to just shorten this thing
0: um that's actually a great point why didn't they just have those guys go out there right in the middle of the match and end it
1: yeah i, I don't know that's why, why <laughs> that's why we're on uh you know we're uh we run a facebook discussion group and we're not you know the big week who run wwe <laughs>
0: well here's here's my two pronged benefit of ending that match one you get the you actually get to sit back and say, "You know what? we made the right choice. There was an injured human being, and regardless of what our sport or our art is supposed to be, if it involves pain or not or if we want to say it's more performance based, what have you, we're gonna make sure that this person's in the best possible space to be healthy." And right. yes, they did choose to be a pro wrestler. That doesn't matter at that point to 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 the gut, like pushing her to this point where she's just meandering about the ring and has no real direction. And Becky Lynch is just like grabbing her and telling her what to do so that it looks like she's still in it. Um, yeah, I mean, like that, that's bad.
1: N- like the NFL, who is definitely you know the last person you want to look to for being progressive um they even now force guys as soon as you get hit in the head you got to do a concussion protocol and it's just weird that wrestling is just like well the show must go on that's how we've always done it (laughs) what no what if she has a real real brain injury you want her to finish this dumb tlc tag team match no
0: (laughs) well here let me let me tell you this too here's here's prong number two why this would have benefited I think people are getting sick of TLC, but here's an opportunity for you to kind of go kayfabe and say, this match is, this match is fucking dangerous. And these people are going out there for you to watch it. So then you save that TLC. Like the next time you do this, you do it in another year. And when you bring it up, you're like, you know what? We ended these early because these are fucking dangerous. And we're only going to do these once a year. So you tune in for TLC because shit's gonna get real we don't want people to get hurt but this is a dangerous goddamn match and yeah. uh i mean that would be i don't know it it borders on irresponsible but i at least from this business perspective if you have to go well what are you know vince turns around and goes well how does that benefit me if i stop the match there now you can sell <laughs> now you can <laughs> sell it to him uh i guess in some fashion i don't know
1: I, uh, yeah, I, I like this, this whole, the whole pay-per-view, you knew they were kind of mailing it in when, you know, they, and we can kind of, you know, move, move forward here. Cause really it's just kind of shame on WWE. And we, we always give Charlotte a lot of grief, but I I think she was trying to make sure the match looked a little like the match. Cause you could hear the crowd turning on it and just booing. Cause yeah. it was sloppy. People were looking at each other. So I think Charlotte was, it, you know, trying to trying to make some cohesion of violence for a professional wrestling, you know, display. So I, I understand that a little bit, but shame on WWE for not, you know, telling Roman to go out there and just start spearing people um, a little bit earlier. Um, but we knew they were mailed it in because it wasn't even The Fiend. We had, you know, Bray Wyatt as like a friendly character going out to still squash people. I mean, it was only The Miz, but... Uh, I don't know. I I think when I saw that happen, and it wasn't like the main event, you know, the Fiend versus the Miz, that's when you kind of could, you know, connect the dots and see maybe, maybe I shouldn't have stayed up for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matt, you know, we love the Fiend. You don't want to get oversaturated with them. Uh, if anybody wants to, you know, uh, like ha- has, if there's any wrestler you could accuse of wanting to um you know be as creative as possible with this character development it's bray wyatt yeah uh what were the positives you saw out of this um like friendly firefly bray wyatt
0: well it it gives us an opportunity here to to put some different spins on the fiend in bray wyatt so that we don't get too sick of seeing the red light covering the ring um, I think for one, I, I mean, I you've got to figure the decision on the mask is, is Bray Wyatt's decision, but uh, I'm sure it was welcome for him to be back in the ring and not have that mask over his face. Yeah. Um, and, and if you go back and watch the first time we saw The Fiend and then when he's actually in the ring wrestling, like you can see that they've changed that mask a few different times to make it tighter and make sure it doesn't move. Uh, so there were some issues with it, but, uh, you know, we like to think that's been solved. We know it's Bray Wyatt's choice, but seeing his pretty little face is welcome for us and for them. More, more variability, I think, in the match is, is uh, what you get. I, I just, now we know this isn't just the fiend. Again, here's a negative. Should I jump into negatives? Uh, yeah, well, let me, let me hot tag. Should the Miz have won this match because Bray Wyatt wasn't the fiend?
1: I don't think we're ready to necessarily watch Bray Wyatt start, you know, losing again, because once he does, then he's, you know, back to normal. Um, I think the one positive, if the Miz had found some way to win um, would be that then we would get to see Bray Wyatt, you know, really channel that fiend character. Uh, But then, you know, then, what if you get to that point where it's like demon Finn Balor and you're like, well, if he wins with that, why doesn't he use it all the time? Um, So I, I think that knowing this was a nothing pay-per-view knowing that they're going to be a little experimental. I I think I was okay with it. Um, I was surprised when Daniel Bryan came out and he was, uh, I I really thought that he, that they were going to tag team again. Um, or like that Daniel would be a crony of of Bray Wyatt. Um, Selfishly, I'm excited because now it looks like at Royal Rumble, an event we're going to attend in person, uh, that we're going to get to see those two get a rematch of, you know, for a championship. Um, So that's uh, selfishly, I'm pretty excited about that. But uh, i don't know i i could have waited uh you know knowing daniel bryan was coming out with at least you know bald patches on his head from bray pulling his hair out uh (laughs) um i know you had i know you had something negative about the uh the new friendly bray wyatt but um i i can kind of get on board what what really bothered you though about um what happened on sunday
0: about i mean i wouldn't say i was really bothered unless you're thinking of something that i'm not thinking of um <laughs> oh no you just you just alluded to the negative aspect well uh yeah i guess i guess that would be what i threw out there already of, of just like uh bray wyatt winning as as bray wyatt just kind of undercuts the power of the fiend and you know now we don't really have that clear definition was I disappointed in how that match turned out? No. I liked Daniel Bryan coming out. I liked, I liked that Bray Wyatt one. I'm I'm just saying that if, if there was, I don't know, we don't, we don't want to look at anything and just say there were no negatives. Uh, I think there's easily a positive and a negative with, with a lot of this stuff. So that's, that's where that's coming from. I think it's positive vibes uh, walking away from that match, but uh, certainly not perfect. Um, and when you look at this TLC as a whole, uh, that's definitely one of the things that was was positive once we walked away, and I think I think fans uh, were genuinely excited Can't, to see to see uh Dan yeah, and Brian
1: return. I don't think that that the fiend of uh, the fiend. I don't think the Bray Wyatt match was a failure because of like the the final outcome. I think I was just kind of surprised that as friendly Bray. Um, like it was still a squash, and it was arguably more of a squash because he he literally only got in two moves on offense. So he's he was arguably more powerful than the fiend, who needed a full repertoire of moves. And against Finn Balor, he had to break his neck, um, you know, with a twisting uh, Steven Seagal motion. Um, meanwhile, as you know, as Friendly Bray, he just took. Well, about 15, 20 minutes of punishment and then just drop two sister Abigails for the victory. Um, I think that's all I was, I was kind of disappointed in. I wanted to see like friendly offense, I guess, you know, <laughs> um, but like the turn the other cheek Jesus was, uh, I, I get it. You know, I just, uh, I think there was, there's just something missing that he he shouldn't be even, he shouldn't be more dominant as a friendly Bray Wyatt. Does that kind of make sense?
0: Yeah. And I think that, that kind of fits along the line of what I was, uh, what I was saying It's just like, no, the fiend isn't the powerful fiend, right? It's just, it is Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's just turned over a new leaf where he's unbeatable. He can't take any harm. Um, and that's, yeah, that's, that's the negative, but I think, yeah, overall, overall positive from the whole segment. Um, I don't, I don't think the Miz and Bray were supposed to move forward. Uh, and we did get, you know, I think in the long run, I know we didn't really want to go too deep into this, but um, now he's already forced the transformation in one superstar and, and Daniel Bryan. We like to think he's going back to the old ring of honor days and the the indie days. Um, I, I'm i not sure how that moves. It's going to look. I mean, it, there's so much that could happen. We don't want to talk about too many coulds because we know we're going to see, Bray Wyatt and Daniel Bryan again at uh, at the Royal Rumble, um, but yeah, I, it's it's disappointing for the Miz. It's confusing as to why the Fiend isn't powerful anymore. And again, I'll just say overall positive vibes. I, I'm not sure if you wanted to to continue on on the uh, on, no, on Bray. No, I,
1: I, I mean you can't really dwell on it. We got to see how the story plays out uh, the, with wrestling and. Uh, Analysis—it's always like that instant gratification. When you don't get it, you're you a grumble pants. Um, but uh, I can hear you tickety tacking over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I guess we can drop it because it it sounds like we're we're both willing to be patient. It, it yeah. wasn't our favorite thing. And <laughs> we don't <laughs> and have we, to force the conversation. You don't have to <laughs> dwell on it.
0: Yeah. Um, I, no. I, there's i think we've we said we wanted to go a half hour and we're at 20 minutes and we've talked two matches so far so i i just yeah like let me ask you that's the problem with tlc is we didn't i don't know we didn't get too much out of it to dissect um and and the bray wyatt thing is just kind of straightforward we get daniel Bryan going going into the next pay-per-view
1: yeah was there any other redeeming quality from uh tlc
0: uh, I did enjoy, uh, Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. Oh, I'm so
1: glad you brought that up. Um, that was, they do all these like match of the years and it's always, you know, a championship match. Uh, but sometimes just those nothing, you know, guys who are trying to prove that they deserve to be on TV matches are the best. Yeah. Um, God, those, those strikes were so violent. Um. Uh, Elster delivered most of the violent ones, but he's the one who ended up, uh, you know, getting the the bloody face. Um, I I could have watched that match for an hour. It, it was awesome. I, I I would love to see those guys feud. Um, I'd love to see them fight with something actually on the line, some sort of story. Um, I think, yeah, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. That was a real treat. That it didn't deserve to be on that card because um, I think at that point people were. I don't know how much they were really paying attention. Uh, Matt, let me hot tag you real quick. Would that match be better served as is on TLC or main eventing a raw or SmackDown?
0: Hmm. Yeah. I I think you're onto something there. Um, That, that, that might be too easy of a question to answer because you put it on a main event of raw or SmackDown and that always seems to do more good than, than like a, a network special or, a pay-per-view, whatever you want to call it. Cause it, there are, there are just more eyes that watch raw. So if you're going to do it, throw it out there. If, if yeah. uh, you, these guys are going to be on SmackDown, throw it out there, make that the main event. Say that you're, I, I just, a main event really in any circle really defines like who you're putting, uh, who you're putting your money behind. And even when it is just a weekly show uh, compared to getting a match on a network special. I think it's still more important for, for these characters. So as long as they continue to be forgotten on the episodic shows and this continues to be a lower mid car match. Yeah. Yeah. They're not really going anywhere. Right. Right. Yeah. I I mean, that's, that's the easiest spot for me to put it is you put it at the end of raw or SmackDown.
1: Alright, yeah, I agree. Um, let's do some quick little hits here. Uh Taylor Swift is now calling herself, if I was a man, I'd be the man. Um Are we gonna are we gonna see a lawsuit, Becky Lynch versus Taylor Swift?
0: I uh <laughs> Well, or you know what? Maybe I brought up the tweet on Sunday when we were uh, recording our, our special episodes that are starting next week. Uh which is our Both of us did uh, our top 10 lists um, for the decade. Uh, These are stories and moments that define the decade. But uh, yeah, I think that's when we had that conversation. I was thinking we did it last week's episode. But uh, will we see a lawsuit? I'm not sure. I don't think there's enough there to say that the man is owned by the WWE. Um, I think if anything, we, we should look at this as just like a nice nod. And what the WWE should do is try and get Becky Lynch and Taylor Swift together. So if Taylor Swift wants to try and use this, uh, let's put one of the, you know, most powerful pop stars in the world. I would, I would put Taylor Swift in the top 10 uh, and have her stand up with Becky Lynch or put her in WrestleMania. Let's just do That's that. That's
1: what I'm talking about. Let's get her in the ring. <laughs> For one night. Taylor versus Becky. Yep.
0: Last year, Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. This year, Becky, Taylor Swift. We're, we're dialing the clock back to early 2000. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, give divas a chance. <laughs>
0: yeah, Add pop stars. There's too many of these Rhea Ripley characters. Yeah, give pop you know?
1: stars a chance. <laughs> um, Matt, outside of that, we're going to get Becky Lynch and Asuka at the Rumble again. This is just going to be the greatest night of rematches ever. Matt?
0: Uh I mean it's, it's really just for me what this means is Roman Reigns is winning the rumble cuz it just seems to be a callback to all the Royal Rumbles that we've been to. <laughs> Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt was our first rumble. Last year was Becky and Asuka. So obviously, we're going to go to the rumble. <laughs> Let's yep. see, their second rumble, so it would be Roman winning. Um Yeah, Ooh, maybe, I don't know where uh, I was going with that. he still
1: come back and win the rumble for all time. Oh shows. man. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> or he'll help uh, dana win since she's getting a huge push now oh i like that oh man nope. that was not uh, that wasn't
1: forced at all that was a natural sound that felt right Batista, <laughs> batista's strolling out to help dana brookwin the ladies rumble i love it
0: now mike how'd you feel about uh that gauntlet match on raw because I, I i tell you i was really enjoying it, it oh. and the end of it well, you know what? It seems like they always do these gauntlet matches after a horrible pay-per-view. That's an um, apology. It, it feels that way, doesn't it? But we did not get the satisfaction of, like, how, how about a result? How about a winner? <laughs> we basically we watch a gauntlet match for, like, an hour and a half, and then it ends in a no contest. So I guess if it's a number one contender's gauntlet match, now we just have, what, six – Six dudes are going to be going at it. I guess that's fun. But I mean, honestly, my review of that was, could have been great, but I think we need to, we need it for something like that. So those gauntlet matches always seem to be so focused on pro wrestling. Uh, For me, Mike, it does lose something when it, it gets muddied with trying to like, it's like a tease. It's like, here, we do care about pro wrestling. And then they, they, take it out from underneath. you, But, uh, my hot tag then to you is, how do you feel about that?
1: I don't know why you would dedicate 90 minutes and then not have a payoff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that's for, where you, you, you don't have an ultimate winner. I, I don't know. It, it, it seems like, uh, WWE is definitely ready for the holiday season. Uh, they're ready for the new year. They're ready to start, you know, promoting the royal rumble and right now they're just kind of you know kind of yeah, you know mailing it in a little bit well um i mean we saw tlc we saw a gauntlet match with no point um like aop is actually back to work like they're they're just really cleaning out the cupboard right now um
0: i th- i go ahead
1: <laughs> <laughs> no that's it i i, I, I... You know, it it was an enjoyable, you know, little hour. Um, I, <laughs> man, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, mean, I'm, I'm literally at a loss for words. Well, this was not do- a, this was not a fun bit of wrestling. The, the best thing this week is going on right now. Yeah, I to say. Was let's just move on. <laughs> the new women NXT champion.
0: <laughs> There's just jubilation and happiness especially uh (laughs) in my office right now this is fantastic what a great match uh that that great spot of rhea ripley grabbing the ref and making sure he doesn't stop the match don't Um, you dare son of a bitch yeah then you've just (laughs) packed like 50 people uh into the ring to celebrate with with rhea that was beautiful that is pro wrestling Uh, you you nailed it You, you hit the nail on the head where WWE's like ah it's the end of the year. Everybody start wrapping up. I mean, except for you pro wrestlers. You guys are on the road forever. But uh, for that NXT show, man, that is that is fun to watch. Um, I, got, I gotta say, I I am a huge fan of of Rhea Ripley. And if I um, wanted the show to like get some juice and have we could have more fun talking about it, let's talk about how awesome it is that Rhea Ripley just ended one of the most dominating title runs. And I'll I'll throw in there her losing uh, to Kyrie and getting the title back, but one of the most dominant title runs in the decade. Uh, I mean, yeah,
1: I mean, from male yeah. and yeah, male or female. Two years. Um, yeah. I mean, she did have a couple breaks where people stole her belt briefly. Um, but I would always stop and watch the full match, whatever was going. Cause sometimes, you know, it's, uh, there's wrestling on all the time. Shade of matches always got me glued to the TV. Uh obviously this was another example. Um she's great at the violence, she's great at the facial expressions, whoever in the back. I I don't know if it was Triple H, if it was Shawn Michaels, if it was William Regal, if it was Michael Hayes, I I don't know who told her wear a black mouth guard so you look like a demon out of hell every time you have somebody in a submission move. Brilliant idea. She always (laughs) looks like the goddamn devil um she throws her ponytail holder i don't know what those are called hair tie she throws it at the girls and then just chokes them to death or she breaks their arms love that character Um, if she's she's bowing out to rio ripley which this is a perfect passing of the guard from you know one beastly woman to another even perhaps even more beastly woman (laughs) Uh, Raw and SmackDown are in for some real hell if Shayna gets called up because I, I, like Ronda was booked to be a monster. I, I think Shayna is a legitimate monster. Um, so I'm just I'm so pumped for the future of this this women's division. This this is something that nobody else can touch right now. Like AEW Raw SmackDown is NXT's women's division. It's 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 a treat to watch. It's something. It's the first time I woke up this whole episode, Matt. I'm so excited about this.
0: Yeah, it definitely was um, a downer to start this on TLC. And then we're both just <laughs> going back and forth, making the same point over and over. Yeah, it was fine. It was, it, yeah. We'll we slowly. really gave a stone
1: cold review on that one. Yeah, it was good and nice. You know,
0: <laughs> But I, I think this is the choice of the right leader for that locker room. Uh, Rhea Ripley has so much range in her character and, and Shayna, I think they've defined her as a monster. I still don't think she's got the chops for promos. I think we saw her kind of not prove herself. We saw her not prove herself in the main event at Survivor Series. So getting better is fine, but she's not a monster yet. She's just defined as one in, in my eyes. So if she comes up to the main roster, she might disappear quickly unless she's just a hot ticket which I don't think she will be. I don't think she has the star power that Rhea Ripley has. And honestly, it's almost – I am i did – yeah, like I'm watching that and I'm rooting for Rhea Ripley to win. But it's almost disappointing when you think about it because Shayna's in her element. Being, I'm going to say, hidden down in NXT, she still has an opportunity to keep learning – Get those chops up. I, I don't care if you're in NXT forever. You don't need to be called up to the main roster. But Rhea Ripley would just shine on the main roster. She is built for the main roster, and I don't just mean her intimidating size. I mean she does have the chops already to do the promos. I think she's extremely charming. Uh, and and now now you've just you've pretty much put your best female superstar. You know, I I, I just – we can always come up with, like, issues. Bailey and Charlotte and their promos. Um, Sasha likes injuring people. Becky just seems to have really bad luck. I really don't think there's a lot wrong with Becky, but she keeps running into bad luck when she's in a main event. Rhea Ripley is just nailing it from every angle, and she's got a whole new, like, move set that we can see that's power and finesse, uh, where really we just have a lot of finesse. And the only power comes from maybe an oversized Charlotte against a Sasha Banks. Where now Rhea Ripley is going to be picking up both Charlotte and Sasha Banks and tossing them out of the ring. Well, now it won't happen. So to that that end, Mike, do you – do you see, can you kind of see where this is maybe a little like a twinge disappointing? A little disappointing that she's not yeah. going to be coming up to the main roster. Or do we just say, you know what? The main roster isn't a thing anymore. Let's just be happy now we have the best superstar continuing the, our favorite brand, which is NXT. I think
1: that that is one step into the future that I'm not too worried about because right now, NXT has its two best women feuding um they're beating the hell out of each other um it's just been fun every time they they collide i'm just i'm so i'm so full of positivity right now i'm i'm going to cry
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh i
1: can't wait i i'm so excited to watch like the next takeover to see what happens next week on nxt i i'm just um my heart is so full right now this when I watched Rhea, I was the only clown who was putting up updates for WWE UK with a kiwi <laughs> And now, uh, for all those efforts, you know, watching Rhea Ripley matches over there, I'm, I'm rewarded. When she lost to Tony Storm, I was like, fucking bullshit. And now, she's the queen of NXT. I'm so excited. This is a whole new man era it's a new era we got a new year coming it's going to be we're in a new decade it's the decade of rhea ripley i can't wait Woo!
0: well i want to i want to bounce over to aew because we did get to see the end of that show well, and it, uh,
1: uh went to lost man in aw yeah,
0: apparently they do because now we have chris stantlander as the number one contender for the AEW women's title and she takes down adam cole's girlfriend or wife oh, uh, uh, uh brit baker mike yeah. I'm I'm falling in love with this promo technique because she might be weak on the mic, Mike, comma Mike. But she gets interviewed by Tony Shavani, so she just boops him on the nose, just boop. And then uh Brandy like, uh, Alanis
1: Morissette and Dogma.
0: Yeah. Brandy <laughs> Rhodes comes out to uh, recruit her to the um
1: Hold on, hold on. Did you say Randy
0: Rhodes? Brandy? Oh, I Brandy Rhodes.
1: The old uh Ozzy uh, Osborne guitarist came out from the dead and just started shredding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Going
1: off the ra- Anyway, sorry. Brandy Rhodes comes out.
0: Yeah, for the uh nightmare initiative, whatever the hell that's called, um ah. to recruit Chris Statlander. And she is about to boot Brandy, and then she shakes her finger no. So uh just I mean, it's one of those things where maybe she is kind of weak on the mic, but at least it's different and new. Uh, but I definitely loved watching her in the ring. Uh, so I, I guess I just want to highlight, I mean, both shows gave us some – gave us some meat. Great yeah. women's wrestling, uh, finally. Uh, and Chris Statlander, if there's somebody that's going to help AEW go to the next level, and now that she's number one contender to Rio's AEW championship – I think that could be one hell of a match because even though Rio's going to be overmatched again by size, it looks like Statlander has that agility to to match up with Rio. So it won't look too clumsy. Rio can kind of pull like a Rey Mysterio kind of vibe and uh, Statlander will (laughs) will look like she's in the ring as uh, playing uh, tonight. She will be in for the big show kind of thing. But um, no, I I think overall, I think, Hmm. We've been complaining about uh, AEW's women's roster. We're doing a lot of uh, celebration for NXT and the choice they made tonight. I just don't want it to be missed that I think AEW has heard us and everybody else. and uh, They're going to answer it. The they're yeah. pushing somebody really hard right now. And I think uh, Statlander has the. She's not green in the ring. So I think she can handle herself there. We don't, we don't know what she can do on the mic, but, uh, they've, they've done a good job strategy wise to make sure that's not a problem. Um,
1: and, uh, there's just a, just a hint of a story for the women, you know, even if it is just a boop on the nose. Um, cause it felt like the past couple times I've done AEW for the brothers of discussion, it's, you know, the men come out and do stories. They tell jokes, and the women fight for like twelve minutes, and then they're done for the night. Like <laughs> at least,
0: at least we're getting boobs. It's the Nightmare Collective, is what they're called. It's uh, ah, nice. super Collective. memorable. Oh yeah, <laughs> the ad wizards were hard at work on that one. Um, Mike, did you want to give me a quick review? Because I did not see the Adam Cole match. Uh
1: yeah you know, we always try to cover Wednesday night wars. Um, obviously the, the massive highlight was the, f- finally the toppling of, uh, uh, Shayna Baszler as champion and Rhea Ripley is crowned our new queen of br- brutality. <laughs> um, starting off the night was not a match of the year. It was, it was, it was good and nice. You know, what have had, a, it's place on TLC. Um, Adam Cole and Finn Balor went at it. Uh, you know, it was, it was fine. Uh Uh, i I don't know uh gargano came out and you know (laughs) made it a dirty match and you know finn looked at gargano and the ref was like what what are you doing here gargano and then you know adam cole you know punched uh poor finn balor right in his demon bells and
0: oh i like nutties but yeah um well
1: i was trying to go for like balor baller like demon baller okay i kind of it looks better on paper um so, him call one. I it wish was... you had a
0: piece of paper to crumble up right there on, on
1: your microphone. I'll find it. here, here we go. There we go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that match was, you know, it was like a B. Uh it it's not going to live up to, you know, Rhea's moment. Um outside of that, uh Well, I, I wanted Cameron to Grimes. If you if you were wait, to, if I wait, wait, we're
0: bouncing back and forth. No. I want to talk about
1: they actually oh, we're doing- did
0: something exciting on, on AEW with uh, Jungle Boy.
1: All right, let's do this. I did my top moment and my number three moment <laughs> from NXT. Matt, what was your number three and then your number one? We'll save our number twos for last because I kind of cheated. What was your number three and number one moments?
0: Well, my number one was actually seeing like the Jungle Boy match that I thought would be silly it was actually exciting for the last minute because uh, Jericho said he just needed Jungle Boy to last for ten minutes. And then uh you know, of course, all that happened was he just said no and walked off. So basically it meant nothing. But it was exciting for that minute and you were kind of thinking like, wait, is Jungle Boy about to win the AEW championship? Because uh Jericho has him locked in the walls and there's they're counting down from a minute. And Jungle Boy tries to escape. He can't get away. He's reaching for the ropes. He almost does and Jericho pulls him away. And this goes on for for probably two minutes total for this entire um, Walls of Jericho like sequence. But it was yeah. still, like the last 30 seconds. And, and you can just see, like, I guess, yeah, it will make sense right here if Jungle Boy gets down to 10 seconds and he just can't handle it. But, you know, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, and he lasts. And I kind of... I don't pop very often <laughs> while <Well>, I'm watching <laughs> AEW, and I, oh, I apologize for that. Yeah. But that was that was a big pop for me. Jungle Boy got me out of my seat. That that was fun. I I tweeted out like this may have been more fun than watching the Royal Rumble countdown, only because it <gasps> it felt it felt like it was going to be something special for Jungle Boy and How a much big more blasphemy is going to be in one sentence. A big move for AEW, even though it turned out to be nothing. It was still. It was still a ton of fun for that. Yeah, you know, I think that uh,
1: Drew McIntyre is kind of a tall jungle boy. You know
0: what I mean, Mike? He is a Scottish god. <laughs> <laughs> jungle boy is. Uh, I was just trying to bring knows. you back down to earth. All right, All right. Uh, that was the slap in the face I needed. Don't,
1: don't you, don't you take Drew McIntyre in vain, you son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> so that was your number one. What was your number three moment? And then we'll close out with number twos.
0: Uh, well, I guess. Mm I mean, I guess my number two would have to be uh the Young Bucks and SCU. It it was fine. They did a face off. Uh, uh, you know, two faces going at it. They hugged it out, and then the Dark Order came out and beat them up. But uh, I I mean, overall the show wasn't that great. And that's my number three. So my number two is the the Chris Statlander match. I I, I can't. I, I think I'm mixing things up here. Okay. Um, I'm going to say my
1: number two was, uh, was actually kind of tough because there's a couple just mid-card matches that I don't know why this is like the new MO for NXT where it, it used to be like these self-contained programs. Yeah. And now sometimes it's just wrestling for two hours. And it's great wrestling. It's talented wrestlers, but I, you know, they're not really – I'm glad like championship belts were on the line, but there, you know, there wasn't like tons of story in the middle for you to really chew on. It was just kind of look at these two talented wrestlers wrestling. And it's like, ah, <laughs> it's fine. You know, it, it'd be like a, if I just walked into a new Japan show, I, you know, without any context, no, you know, they didn't cut any promos and they just wrestled. It'd be like, wow, those guys sure know how to wrestle.
0: Oh, that's us uh, every January.
1: That's like uh, Star Wars if they just you know, it was a ten minute lightsaber battle. That was one <laughs> lightsaber battle. But uh, you know, we don't know what happened to Ray or Kylo, who their, who who's their mommy, who's their daddies, who knows? Um But I will say that one match that I was surprised how much I enjoyed it, and it's my number two hot moment of NXT was Kushida <laughs> and Cameron Grimes uh going to war. And it was Ew. just two wrestlers really Good at wrestling, just wrestling each other. Um, but uh, Kushida did some things I haven't seen one man do to another man before. The <laughs> uh, uh, camera grinds was propped up in the corner on uh, the turnbuckle, and Kushida—it was kind of like he was doing um, a little bit of a like a um, like a sunset bomb. Uh, but he was like grabbing him with his his legs and inner groin and. Flipping him over. It was a it was a move that would not be out of place in Back to the Future part (laughs) two. It would not make sense in Back to the Future one or three. It was definitely a part two moment. Um so if after you're watching real Ripley and you're you know you're just gassed and you just you know this is this is a lot of emotion, I just I just need to relax and watch two wrestlers good at wrestling. That would be my number two moment. You should check it out. Matt, your number two moment. For all of AW's two dynamite packed hours, what do you got for us?
0: I don't know how many times I have to say it. Chris Statlander is my number two. Oh, man, You're real number two. I mixed it up. You said number two like three
1: times, so I wasn't sure how many number twos you're going to drop on it.
0: The SCU in Bucks (laughs) uh, was number three.
1: I don't know what's in these Japanese beers, but it makes me forget my numbers. All right. So I'm going to do a hot tag quiz to myself matt's yeah. top moment was jungle boy his number three moment was scu and his number two moment he's about to tell us matt what was it no it's chris The uh, stan Stat- Hedler.
0: oh my god
1: <laughs> statlander <laughs> hey his beard smells like flowers all right Sing Tao. Sing Tao <laughs> fuck you up man <laughs> all right um uh, yeah it was the boops on the nose was that a fart oh, sorry
0: did I hear a fart in the background? What was that? Are I'm, you not gonna your pants?
1: I'm not going to incriminate myself. That's a what? fifth amendment. <laughs> um, Matt, we have covered Daniel Bryan getting a haircut. We have covered, uh, the Miz talking about fighting for his family. And then he basically ate one offensive move and died. We talked about Kyrie Saint surviving a concussion. We talked about Taylor Swift fighting Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Maybe. Um, <laughs> and rhea ripley making all my wrestling dreams come true uh how much time we got
0: we're ready to go we've got (laughs) we're 15 minutes past what we said we'd do
1: yeah all right because i i I do want to touch. we don't have to do it today because there's a lot of them jesus uh i do want to talk about all the nxt um best ofs that you can vote for but there's like eight categories and each category has like 50 wrestlers in it. I, I didn't even know NXT had this many people. Uh, we're going to talk about that on the next episode. Matt, whew, we got through another one. Uh, I know we got some fun holiday stuff coming up. Uh, go ahead. And give a little teaser about it.
0: Yeah. We've got two different episodes. They're both an hour long. We're going to go through 10 through six and then five through one. And and again, I mentioned this earlier, but these are our top 10 lists of the decade defining moments and storylines for pro wrestling. So this doesn't hover around only WWE. This uh, definitely does not touch on too many specific matches. This is uh, macro level stuff here, folks. We are not talking one single victory meant the world. We're talking um, healthcare issues. Uh, We're talking CM Punk issues. We're talking guys leaving the business and creating their own companies i wonder who that could be about um so uh we we definitely i think both came up with two fantastic lists and uh i love that nothing matched up the entire show except for our number one so you you really are gonna get uh it's it's all over the board i, I don't i think total maybe we had like 16 different things because we did match up a few different times they just yeah. lined up differently on our list but, uh, yeah, it's, it'll be fun, and we hope to continue the conversation, and see what you guys think, and, and of course, send us what uh, what your top ten moments were uh, for the decade, and we hope uh, you'll, you'll let us know after you hear ours uh, what you think. So, join us uh, for the next couple weeks for the holidays. Uh, just be a little bit easier for all of us. And, of course, these episodes, you'll be able to listen to at any time uh, because uh, they – They'll last for a decade, uh, these two episodes coming up. Uh, that's how long uh, their relevancy lasts. That's, uh, that's kind of what we should be doing all the time. Anyway, go to BODpodcast.com, brothers Of, of course, if you're listening to this first episode, uh, subscribe or follow us to make sure you don't miss those two huge, uh, I don't know, list episodes. I'll just say that. I was They, they are probably the yeah. most effort we put into in two different episodes. Yeah. Uh, but thanks for enjoying tonight and, uh, have a good one.